Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Napod Pomo Spider a Day podcast. I'm Donna, and I'm a co-host of the Barman's Podcast, a podcast about animals by two non-experts, and we are part of the Podfix Network. Today, my co-host is joining me to learn a little bit more about a few more spider myths. Hello, Paul. Hi. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Pretty good. I don't know too many spider myths, so I'm, I'm excited to hear what they are. Yeah, there's some weird ones for sure. I think I addressed a few of the weirder ones in the uh, little mini show that we did the other day, but man, there are so many. People are so kind of unreasonable and strange about spiders, and I, I can't, <laughs> can't really figure out why. But I have okay. two friends, my two friends, Luke and Steve, and they're petrified of spiders. And I've told them both at different times. I, I, I've said, you're literally a million times bigger than that spider. Yeah. And they're not going to do anything to you. No. What is to be afraid of? Yeah, for real. I think it's that that lizard, what do you call the old the old part of your brain? Like, I yeah. can't think of the word. Yeah, what, what, yeah, I know what you mean. But the problem is that there's like... They're very predictable. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like bugs are, bugs that do bite us, they fly around and who knows where the heck they're going to be. Yeah. Right? But arachnids are like, I mean, they're they're pretty regular in their habits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were, we were talking about this before we hit record. It's just animals are predictable. They, they really are. Well, I mean, I feel like flying animals are maybe less predictable about where they're going to be in space. And that, that can, I can see that can freak you out. But yeah. But a spider generally just kind of sits there in spiders, you know? It's in spiders. <laughs> spiders are going to spider. That's what they do. It's a verb. I love it. Well, regardless of whether it makes any sense or not, we know humans just don't a lot of the time. That's fine. Yep. But here's some of the silly things that people have thought about spiders. Do you remember this one? The urban legend that spiders can lurk in human hairstyles. <laughs> what? Yeah, you remember that no. urban myth about um, a lady having a bunch of a beehive hairdo and she died from the bites of black widow spiderlings that had hatched oh. inside her bouffant hairdo. <laughs> it's an urban legend. There's what? lots of variants. Yeah, there's a variant that the victim is a man with an afro. There's an Australian version. Oh, boy. How much money did hairdressers lose because somebody wanted <laughs> a particular hairstyle, but they were they didn't they got it cut short because, you know, they didn't want spiders biting them to death. I'm sure it made no difference at all because people know that these things are not true. You know what I mean? Oh, that's the thing about these myths is that people take them seriously. Like, But they don't because the bouffant hairdo did not go out of style. <laughs> Like, not even a little. It was there for, like, 15, 20 years, right? That's true. That was the main way that ladies styled their hair for a really long time. So if they don't believe it, they just repeat it. <laughs> well, anyway, this uh, the spiders, the, your bouffant hairdo is not a good sight for them to lay their eggs. So. Right. Sorry, you're moving around too much, and no, that's just not... 
you know, if you have a wig in the attic that isn't moving and you're never touching, I would definitely check it for spiders. But <laughs> it if it's shake. on your head walking around, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, so. it's, like, it's like when you're camping and you have boots and every morning you got to kind of turn them upside down and give them a little give them a little tap to see if anything is in there. You got to do that with your old wigs, too. And also baby black widows are like way too small to bite you. So sure. But even if they did, even if they could, the amount of venom that they carry is so teeny that <laughs> you probably wouldn't even notice. <laughs> and even the bites of adult females are very rarely fatal if you if you treat them properly. So I think we talked about that on episode number one. But but it seems like the universal thing of not getting bitten by a spider is to leave them the hell alone. You know? <laughs> that seems yeah, exactly. leave them alone and they you will not get bitten. But, can cannot fail with that strategy. It is almost 100% effective. So, <laughs> I mean, you can't help it if you surprise one by not shaking out stuff in the attic and it bites you or whatever. You know, people step on them by accident. They sit on them by accident, which is weird, but, you know, just shake your shoes out before you put them on your feet and you'll be fine. Yep. We do that even here in Colorado and and, and uh, we don't have a lot of spiders so compared to wetter climates. But anyway, so but uh, yeah, uh, another weird myth: baby spiders hatching from bite wounds. Have you ever heard this? No. Yeah. So apparently, this is a persistent myth, widespread urban legend. Nameless person is bitten by a spider while on vacation. Later develops a swelling from which, in due course, baby spiders emerge. Ah! <laughs> that's somebody that that's just right out of a horror movie. That's. Goofy. It's right? goofy. Yeah. Spiders cannot lay eggs in your skin. No. And they, they don't. Anyway. And they I mean, don't they, want to. No, they don't want to. They <laughs> they put their eggs in a little egg sack that they make out of silk. Yeah. And then they stick the sack to whatever nearby thing for storage. Yeah. You you so. are you are a big pile of meat that makes noise and vibrates and, and farts and you're, you're too loud and too active for a spider to want to have anything to do with you. That is why they make their little webs in corners of the room where you are not. Yeah. <laughs> they want to be elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be alone. Yeah, it's a very silly, silly little myth. But... So brown recluses seem to accumulate myths. In 2005, a man reported hearing that they'd acquired their toxicity through a mutation due to a World War II atomic bomb huh. experiment. <laughs> Again, I think this is a myth inspired by a, a, a scary movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the plot, you know, from, uh, you know, the giant hundred foot spider or whatever those movies are. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So this this is an arachnologist that's written this wonderful article. His name is Rod Browning, and he's uh, he's works for the Burke Museum. And this this article is just fabulous. I've referenced it many times, and I have left the link in the show notes so everybody can go and look at it. But really good. He says uh, once in a while you hear a rumor about a supposed cross between a black widow and a brown recluse, because those are the only two spiders that the rumor monger has ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> And these species are so unrelated that it would be like a cross between a whale and a walrus. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. 
So another myth, we actually will close up with this one. Okay. Um, somebody's man found a one-eyed spider on a website, but then <laughs> couldn't find the website again. Oh, no. <laughs> no, there are no Cyclops spiders. <laughs> oh, these are silly, silly myths. All right. Okay. See ya. See ya. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.